this trouble to scam them out of a $2 coffee drink. So I think that that might be one of the reasons that I became an actress. So for all of the time that I spend out in the world where people notice me less often than I'd like, I do something like this and I get up on a stage and I talk out to you and I have you sit out there and just stare back at me. And I just wanted to say thank you in advance. When I was six, I committed my first crime. I was walking down the hallway and I looked into my parents' bedroom and I saw my mother's purse lying willy-nilly on the bed and somehow it was irresistible to me and I decided I wanted to steal something from it and that something was money. <laughs> so I went in and I took out her wallet and I had to calculate exactly how much I could take without her noticing and I figured that that would be about a dollar fifty, one paper bill and two quarters. Perfect. So I walked back out into the hallway with it in my pocket and suddenly it felt like it was really bulging out of my pants and it was this hot money and I felt like I had to get rid of it right away. So since I was six and I'd just been given permission to cross the street on my own, I did so and I went to this corner market where we shopped. And I walked up and down the aisles and I tried to think of something that would be just right and take up almost all of the dollar fifty. And the thing that seemed most perfect was a gallon of orange sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took it up and paid for it really casually. And I even told the guy to keep the rest of the change because I didn't want any of that hot money on me, even though I just exchanged most of it for this gallon of orange sherbet. And then I started walking home, and something suddenly occurred to me. Oh my God, where am I gonna hide it? <laughs> so I got back to the house, and I snuck it out to the garage, and then something else occurred to me. Oh no, this orange sherbet's going to melt. So I snuck into the kitchen, and I got a spoon, and I snuck back out to the garage, and I started eating it. And it tasted really, really great. And after I'd eaten about a third of the gallon, I was pretty much full. So I looked into the backyard and I saw my brother Michael playing there and Mike was about three. And I said, hey Mike, come over here. And he did. And I said, look, it's your favorite, orange sherbet. And Mike said, yeah. And I wasn't exactly sure if it really was his favorite, but my psychology worked because Mike started eating and eating the orange sherbet. And he got it all over his face and all over his hands, and he became this orange sherbet eating machine, and he didn't stop until the entire gallon was finished. Well, I looked around the garage, and I saw these paper towels that my dad kept in there, and I used them to wipe up his face and his hands, and I was really proud of myself because, you know, I was thinking of all the angles. <laughs> and we walked into the kitchen and my mother was there and she said, hey, where have you two been? And we said, nowhere. And she said, are you sure you don't want to tell me anything about anything? And I said, no, we've just been playing under the swing set trying to dig a hole to China or something. And she said, now are you sure you don't just want to tell me anything? And we said, no. And just at that moment, Mike opened his mouth and out started coming the orange sherbet. 
went onto his knees and onto the floor. And it was like one of those scenes in a Roman Polanski movie where the plumbing breaks and it just overflows and overflows and there's no end in sight. And Mike looked up at me with these big eyes like, I can't believe I blew it. And it was such a poignant look and I'll never forget that look. Well, it was kind of ironic that years later, when Mike was 18, he started his own ice cream selling business. <laughs> he got a truck, and he had the sides painted, and he had freezers installed on the inside, and even negotiated with Carnation Ice Cream in Spokane, Washington, where we lived, for inexpensive ice cream, and he had a sound system put into it, and instead of the usual deedle-dee, deedle-dee, Mike chose to play Van Halen's